Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to Geekish Cast, the reigning heavyweight champion of nerd talk on the internet. We are uh, getting lots of news today. There's lots of Star Wars, DC Comics, um, all sorts of stuff coming up. I am your host, Jeremy, and I am being joined by Jedi Knight and co-host of the show, Paul Vieira. What's happening, Paul? Not much, man. What's going on, Jeremy? No, quite a bit, wouldn't you say, from from the stuff floating around today. Woody Harrelson is going to be in the uh, Han Solo movie. Yes. I have yep. to imagine as some sort of short Wookiee would be my guess. <laughs> yeah, I think you're you're spot on with that. Yeah, I I don't see any other role. No, they're talking about him being a mentor type to Han Solo. I can totally um, see that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of cool because we are getting some name actors in the new series, um, which is something that was besides Billy D unusual for the original Star Wars movies. So, I mean, that's kind of cool in a way. Might take me out of it the first time I see it, but I think I'll be okay. Yeah, I hope they don't do that too much. Yeah. Um, I kind of like it when they do the more lesser known or, you know, discover new talent because you don't see, like, I mean, I'm going to see Woody Harrelson when I watch the movie now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The first time you watch it, you're going to be watching Woody Harrelson in the role. Yeah. Um, but you know what? The guy's a hell of an actor and can't oh, fit yeah. himself into a lot of roles. So I'm going to – I I am not one to shit on something before it's done, so I'm actually kind of excited. Right, what was your general uh, feel about that piece of news, though? Oh, I, was, I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, cool. Then I was just wondering, like, who he was going to play and – what his part was going to be and how big of a part, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other Star Wars pieces of news, and we don't really know what it means yet, but Lucasfilm is talking to the estate of Carrie Fisher. So what what yeah. is your take on that? Well, I mean, just see, just to, as, since this week they had their their big meeting on what they're going like the way forward, you know, after mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher's passing and um, what that means for you know Princess Leia, and I think it's just the coincidence of that meeting and then speaking to Princess or to Carrie Fisher's estate. I I think Princess Leia is not going to go away. I think no, gonna, I, I would fair assessment. I would just wonder how they were going to facilitate it. Um, I mean, I think that your bet, what I imagine, is going to be a CG version of her. I'm leaning towards CG because you know, to recast a character, I don't think they generally go ask the family if that's cool, unless they're really going to try to use that person's likeness. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I could see it going either way. My my gut feeling is that they're going to go the CG or or some kind of look alike look alike route. 
Yeah, that's kind of where my gut's at, too, because, I mean, I would do not envy any person who would be hired to replace Carrie Fisher in the role of Princess Leia. Right. We're just going to tear this person to pieces. Yeah, it it would not go well, I would imagine. No. Even though it would be weird doing CGI, but I like kind of like no one but Carrie Fisher can be Princess Leia. And I'm okay with that, too. And like I said last week, if the family is cool with it, then I am totally cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If her brother and her daughter, you know, and whoever else was in her life that we may not know about, if they're okay, I'll be okay. You know, here's the thing. Honestly, as long as the end product is good, I'll probably be okay with it anyways. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if, yeah. as long as it comes out good, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty forgiving uh, towards Star Wars in general, besides the uh, Christmas oh, special. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Androids. Yeah, androids and Ewoks. But outside of that, pretty pretty easy going, pretty, pretty forgiving with most of their decisions. Um, another little piece of news today, and Paul, I haven't read up about it, but why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about what you heard about Green Lantern? Oh, so I guess, like, the Green Lantern production is moving forward. They got – I don't know how I'm, like, 100% feeling about this with David Goyer as the writer. I guess he's been tagged as the writer for this movie. Um, so I have mixed feelings about this. Uh, but I'm just happy because it's happening. Like, they're, they're picking up. But I did hear a rumor that it's going to be a much lighter tone, and it's going to be, like, lethal weapon in space. I, I could be totally okay with that because you know what one of my favorite movies of all time is? Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be John John Stewart was confirmed. Uh, not not No actors uh, yet, but John Stewart was confirmed to be uh, in the movie with Hal Jordan. Uh, I would love Guy Gardner to be in it. Like if, because John is not a funny person at all. No. Like, John Stewart has zero humor. He is all business. Uh, and then, but I don't necessarily want Hal to be super funny the, like he was in the other movie. <laughs> there was another movie? There there, there was another movie. Uh, Sounds I know, terrible. I know we repressed memories there, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think, I mean, Hal's funny, and he make you know, quips every once in a while, but he's not like. I don't consider him to be a comedic character. Like no, I mean, if if the situation calls for it, he can. And Gardner's yeah. honestly funniest when Batman's knocking him out. But um, yeah. I love Guy. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, so do I. But I love him from the the Justice League uh, ha era. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> With you yeah. know, Blue Beater, Booster Gold and stuff. Yes, that's that's you know that's kind of my jam. That's I mean, well, Paul, you've been to my house, you know. Two of the first things you see is Booster and Beetle on the way in. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah. Oh, and the other so one is a Batman knocking out guy with one punch. Yeah, that's just so cool. That's one of the greatest like panels probably of all time. Guy's face just completely flat. <laughs> yep, that's that is perfect. Um, yeah, don't touch the Batman. He'll knock your ass out. Exactly. It doesn't matter how powerful your magic ring is if his fist can get to your chin first. 
been done for. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on board with that. I uh, I, I mean, honestly, I'd like to see a good version of Kilowog. And um, oh, who? What was the one? It was the dog. And he was such a shitty character. They actually sent him to Justice League Antarctica to get rid of him. Like Gnart or something like that. Yeah, Gnart maybe or something. Gnart, Gnart, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it, but there was a G maybe, there. Maybe it's a silent G. I'm sure. Um, a good just or a good uh, Green Lantern movie though. I am on board. I uh, would love to see it. Oh yeah, I mean I love Green Lantern. Easily yeah. in my top, you know, on the top there, top maybe three or of my favorite DC characters. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Green Lantern, the Green Lantern Corps is kind of the the Jedi Knights of the DC universe. You know, I could buy that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the Jedi Knights here in a bit. Um, but then, what was one of the? Oh, uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And uh, Infinity War. So he's yeah. being courted for a role. I don't have an opinion about what it is. Do you know what? It, do you have a thought what it could be? I've heard two rumors. Uh, one would be Pip the Troll. Okay. So who played a big part in that? Uh, you know that series, and uh, you know, seems a little bit too on the nose to be like the only like really short dwarfish character. Um, and he's kind of a silly character. Don't know if that would work, but uh, I also saw one that said he would be Modok. Okay, that'd be funny. Which I'm like more inclined to like want to see him be Modok because he's such a ridiculous character. And but it yeah. doesn't really fit, like I don't know why it would fit. But I still would really like to see that. Like I would love to see a live action Modok on the big screen. Well, they're going to have to do something. Yeah, they're going to have to do something crazy with this. I mean, it's it's the Infinity War. I mean, they're going to have to do crazy characters and a giant head in a chair and things like that. Yeah. I yeah. personally would love to see the MODOK one because Pip Troll, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I like that they, well, I like that they were using pictures from the X-Men movie where he's got his, like, 70 pornos hair and stash. Oh, yeah, when he was uh, Bolivar Trask. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think he could do anything. I see some people like he should be Galactus, and I'm like, I'd be down for that. <laughs> well, it'd be better. But, How could they do? They couldn't do Galactus, though, could they? Uh, yeah, Fox they has him. Unfortunately, they can't do it. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. yeah those worthless bastards. Right. Uh, tweet. A tweet by uh, Dwayne Johnson saying that there should be news sh- shortly for the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, I don't think uh, Dwayne Johnson realizes that Black Adam's not the star of that, that series. Doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, he'll be great no matter what. Uh, there is an actor, oh, I'm going to, Brandon Mawali, um, who looks like a C.C. Beck drawing. And, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I, I put I put out a feeler to him on Twitter, and he liked it. And I was like, hey, come on our show. But then when I direct messaged him, I never got anything back. 
So uh, anybody out there listening who's on Twitter and knows who we're talking about, uh, make sure you start messaging Brandon Mullally and telling him he needs to come on Geekish Cast so we can talk about uh, Captain Marvel slash Shazam slash hopefully they start calling him Captain Thunder if they're not going to call him Captain Marvel. Uh, I will... Uh, he would probably be... It's probably going to be called... I, I don't be, I'd be very surprised if it was Captain Marvel. It's not going to be Captain Marvel because there's no, already a Captain no. Marvel movie coming out. No, no, no. The movie will have to – Marvel owns the trademark. The movie's going to be Shazam yeah. something. But you can't yeah. call that character Shazam. That's just – Shazam's a wizard. I mean, he Everybody took over that. at one point. Yeah, and that was a crappy story. That's when they started to bridge into the curse of Shazam where Billy Batson was like some street thug. <laughs> yeah. There's some stuff you just you just shouldn't do. Yeah, I I just I hope they don't go too dark with that one either. Yeah. I mean to me that's a very light movie too. In the whole fam I hope they have the whole damn family in that thing. Yeah, and and you can contrast whatever they're going to call him, if it's Shazam or Captain Thunder or whatever they're going to call him against Black Adam. You have Black Adam the anti-hero slash villain with that same power set. So you can show them against each other and have one of each. Because Captain Adam, or Captain Adam, Black Adam was in Justice Society for a couple of years, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he was. I love Black Adam. He's one of my favorite DC villains. Yeah, he was one of mine, as, uh, especially as a, a kid when DC first acquired the rights back to them. Because I always thought mm-hmm. the, the palette swap villain was always such a cool thing when I was a kid. You know, when you mm-hmm. got the, the hero and the villain and they have this, you know, they're they're equal to each other and just one's, you know, one's red, one's black. That's yeah. what, I always uh, love that stuff. Yeah, like Hal and well, Astro and Yes, exactly. And that way they can actually slug each other and you don't have to worry about anybody being murdered. Yeah, because, you know, that's the the thing with Superman. It's like, oh, I can only read so many stories about Lex Luthor outsmarting Superman. You know, like, I want them to punch something every once in a while. You know? Yeah. Even, even if it's just a meteor and then go back and yell at Luthor, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff coming. Did I miss anything there? Uh, there's a couple, some stuff about Deadpool too, and but I'm not really. So a lot of rumor stuff, like Fox might have um, accidentally put out that there's going to be a new TV show, a new X-Men TV show coming soon. Yeah, they've been dancing around that one for a while. Has that new one come out yet, Legion? Uh, I don't believe it's out, but I think the trailer has already hit, or some little clip from it has already hit. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been seeing the trailer for it. At first, I was like, "Man, I don't." I'm so mad at Fox and X Men, but um, I might, I might check it out at least see the first episode, see if it's any good. Cause it you know, you got to give it a yeah, you got to give it a look. But yeah. again, there's so much. I mean, well, there's so much superhero crap on TV, and now. The Inhumans is coming up. Yes. So that was the other thing that came out. Yep. So they have the cast of that. Uh, there was a casting call. So, um, which is going to be the basic, I mean, who we all think it was going to be. So it'll be Black Bolt and Medusa and um, Trigon and 
Uh, who else? Jesus, yeah, he, family. Yeah, as soon as you hit Black yeah. Bolt and Medusa, that's all the ones I know off the top of my head. Yeah, they had it. it was, did they have their names on it? But it was pretty much Karnak. Yeah. Pretty sure is going to be in it. Uh, but I, I mean, I love Black Bolt. It's going to be. I'm kind of. I kind of wish it wasn't. Um, a television show just because like I watch Agents of Shield but it's not like my favorite show. You know. Yeah, I, I gave was, up on that one too early. I, I should probably go back and try it again. But last season was pretty good. I mean I, I kinda I mean it was interesting the inhuman stuff and uh the storyline this season with uh Ghost Rider was cool even though it was the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider it was the new ghost the ghost driver, if you will, because yeah. he has a car and not the motorcycle. But and they had to fire him because he cost too much to animate. Yeah, I mean he looked cool. I mean he looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean I like the look. They did a good job of uh, what he looked like for sure. No, that's cool. You know, I mean, yeah, for me the Ghost Rider should always be on a bike, but you know, whatever. You got to change with the times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But with Inhumans, I mean, that's to me, seems like a big-budget television show. Yeah, well, maybe they'll do it in fewer episodes and do it up bigger, maybe. I hope. They should. I mean, just the power yeah. set. Just, just, I mean, animating Medusa's hair. Yeah. They're probably going to have her wear gonna... it. She's going to wear, like, a do-rag or something the whole time. That way they don't yeah, have to do it. Up or... Yeah, it'll probably they only animate it when she like uses her hair. Otherwise, she'll probably just have like normal hair that'll just grow out. It won't be like yeah. a giant, alive, living thing that we see in the comic books. Yeah, and then I guess the last the last piece of news that I'm kind of excited by that, that uh, they talked about today: um, Batman and the Flash are going to be working on the uh, the comedian's badge mystery that was first introduced in. DC Rebirth, oh, last May? That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. And that's what I have to say about that. Um, you know, they they sure they sure came out strong and then kind of stood around and didn't do much for about the next eight months. Yeah, I mean, the Rebirth titles have been really good. I'm still, I was reading, I just got done reading All-Star Batman number six uh, before mm-hmm. I called you. Uh, they're all good. Uh, they just kind of don't really touch on uh, what happened in Rebirth. You know, um, right. I would say the one that does the most often is Titans. You know, that's definitely with Wally West there. He knows he knows something's wrong, and uh, they're you know finally I think they're going to finally get together and go find out what the heck happened. Yeah, from the but other yeah, I. That, I, I haven't kept up with it, but from the little bit I've been reading up to just to kind of stay on top of what's going on story-wise, yeah. a Titans villain appears to maybe be trying to prevent Dr. Manhattan from doing something. Yes. So Dr. Yeah. Manhattan, basically a, a little hint at Dr. Manhattan uh, didn't necessarily – the word Manhattan was used. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly, okay, we know um, – that was like the last thing. It was like the cliffhanger, and they're going to find out about that. That was at the last, the end of the last issue. So Titans has definitely been hitting the most. Uh, Detective Comics also had like Mr. Oz. Um, 
a couple times in it, and I think he's the one that has, um, spoiler alert, uh, Robin captive. Yes. And uh, also Mr. Robin popped up a couple times in the Superman books. But other than that, I mean, really, no one's really touching on this whole rebirth thing. It's really just very sparse until now, until this they finally put out this miniseries. It's going to be a miniseries, too. And it's going to cover both. I think it's, what, issues 20 through 22 of Batman and Flash. So we still have a while, but we're double shipping, so that's going to be in, like... Yeah, it'll come months. up It'll come up quicker than it seems. Yeah. But I was yeah. also reading that the uh, Captain Adam miniseries is going to play heavily into the, this whole um, rebirth thing with the Watchmen. Read an article that- or something like it's yeah, going to be a, a big tie-in. Yeah, the Captain Adam stuff always blows me away. He's a great character, and they're always trying new things with him and then stopping really quick after, like Breach, which is yeah. basically they, they took the character, they relaunched it from, from zero, and then finished it on seven issues. Yeah. So, But this one, I guess, is a must. Is like a... You have you should read it if you really want to get into the whole rebirth story, like what happened. Because the other miniseries that they've been popping up here and there, I haven't been really reading it, like Death of Hawkman and stuff. Like I don't care about that. But uh, yeah, this one I'm gonna pick up because it's if it's a tie-in and it gives you some more insight, I'm gonna have to read it. And I like Captain Adam. I think he's a pretty cool character. Yeah, I do too. I'm. You know, I mean, I'm actually kind of a fan of most of the characters they brought over from Charlton. Captain yeah. Adams, an interesting character, Blue Beetle, though I do prefer the comedic Blue Blue Beetle, and the question was always a great character too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be to look forward to. Excited. Yeah, and that's and I'm sure we're forgetting stuff as well because there's been over the last week a lot of announcements made. Oh yeah, a lot of there's I mean a lot of small stuff like there's gonna be like the Ragnarok movie that it just I guess confirmed that the Hulk and Thor are going to uh definitely duke it out big time and it's Well I, I would uh, hope so. Especially since we keep defenders. talking about it like it's gonna be Planet Hulk. So yeah, the defenders we didn't touch yeah. on that at all. Yeah, so so so, so there's like pictures of Sigourney Weaver's character online and I, I that I haven't been like I've been seeing stuff like that um, those articles but I haven't read it because I just kind of don't want to see anything from the Defenders I haven't looked at any of the pictures like there's a bunch of pictures released about the Defenders because they're going to be on the cover of Entertainment Weekly but I'm kind of staying away from that Brian Michael Bendis is going to start writing a Defenders comic book too that was announced that he's writing that oh that's cool which yeah, I like his street level stuff. I have actually I haven't read any of his new Jessica Jones book. That's from the original team from Alias. Because if you have not read Alias, you need to. Part of the I, I haven't read it in a while, but I, you know what? I'm reading so much old crap again that I need to like stop what I'm doing and go back and start catching up on new stuff. Yeah. I always fall down the nostalgia hole. It seems like. But, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll do that every once in a while, too. Yeah, but I guess that's what getting old does to a guy. Yeah, I hear that, man. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shit. I, I went and watched such an old wrestling match on YouTube the other day. Dusty Rhodes was still skinny. <laughs> My son asked me about wrestling today. He's like, what's wrestling? I'm like, oh, I need to introduce you to that. But I don't know if I'm ready for him to start play wrestling around the house. Yeah, probably not yet. <laughs> He'll probably just elbow drop me while I'm chilling on the couch. Yeah, Get a flying elbow off the table. Yeah. That'll wake you up. That'll wake you up fast. Hey, so one of the things I wanted to talk about, I mean, did we catch up on all the news we wanted to do? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Pretty of, much the big, the, big, the big stuff that's come out this week. Yeah, that's that's I mean, the, the major stuff that I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll have to do another rebirth catch up soon. But um, one of the things, and I don't know why specifically I wanted to do this, except that a couple months ago I was at a convention and um, you had some people come by wearing like Jedi robes and with uh, red lightsabers. And somebody somebody used the word dark Jedi, which is a term that just runs up, right up my spine and hits me right behind the eyeballs. If I'm not mistaken, the Jedi Order is like an order of knighthood or a religious order. And, yeah. And just like you don't have Dark Knights of Columbus, Dark Jedi is just kind of a light, or Dark Jedi is just kind of a lazy phrasing kind of a holdover from the expanded universe. Yeah. I mean, the only dark Jedi I could ever see is the dark woman. That's the only one that ever pops into mind. That keeps popping into mind. Yeah, and she was technically, she was technically still a Jedi, but she was created before we knew really what the Jedi Order was. Yeah, you know, and that's why I always like, you know, in the novels they would have like somebody accidentally going over to the dark side, and I kind of wanted to talk about the the Force the users of it and the orders of knighthood or religion around based around the force. Because it seems to me like from, from what we saw in revenge of the Sith, for somebody to go to the dark side, they have to make a conscious decision to begin to learn to use the force in a selfish and destructive manner. Oh, I don't think it's that conscious. No, I think someone, I think someone could easily, not realize they're going towards the dark side. I think to become a Sith, like to become a Sith Lord or Sith Apprentice, you have, that's a conscious decision. But I think someone could easily stray from the light side and then like realize it's before, you know, it's too late. They're like, oh my gosh, like I'm now officially like into the dark side. Because once you go go to the dark side, there's no going back. Well, that's not true because Darth Vader came back. Darth Vader came back, and Luke Skywalker came back. If you hold some of the the EU as yeah. the legends, which yeah, and, and some of the EU Generally, stuff, I I never really cared for, so I try to walk you know walk it back as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but that being said, the Timothy Zahn stuff I thought was brilliant for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed a lot of this. I mean, I've read I've read pretty much every single Dark Horse. Star Wars comics that they ever published. So right. there's a lot of that. But the general consensus is was like there's no coming back from the dark side. It's just too tempting. 
Gotcha. Yeah, because see the way, I don't know, and I see what you're saying, you're kind of distinguishing between the dark side and the Sith as between a, you can accidentally do something and the Sith is actually a, on a religious order, I guess, in that case, where that you consciously decide to leave something else and go to the Sith. Because I mean, yeah. it, it, to me, there's to me, there's more than just the Jedi and the Sith. I mean, you can oh, be a Force user and not yeah. Sith and I think that's again. I think that's what they're preparing us for. Is that in the past we always saw that you know we always figured all Force users were Jedi, and then we discovered that there was the 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 Sith as a competing group. But now we have seen yeah. in The Force Awakens, we have seen the Church of the Force, which is non-Force yeah. users who believe in living according to the Jedi Code. Yes, and then the Guardians of the Wills. Yes. Who may or may not be Force issues. Yeah. So that hasn't been... Um, even though I guess on StarWars.com there was... Um, Kind of like a description of like Chirrut Imwe, mm-hmm. and it does say that he's a, a non-force user. So, right. So it's well, coming there's... from Star Wars, but I don't know. Yeah, you know, like and that. and and everything's supposed to be canon as they release it now. So I mean, if they say that he's a non-force user, then he's a non-force user. Yeah. He's... Um, it could be force sensitive. There's also a theory I've I've heard going around here lately that the reason that the main stars of Star Wars movies never get shot is basically the Force protects you until you fulfilled your destiny, and then it releases its protection of you. So stormtroopers are great shots until they're trying to shoot Luke and Leia. And then because their destiny is pre-written by the Force, they can't hit them. Um, Chirrut Imwe needs to get to that switch. So the force protects him until he reaches the switch, flips the switch, and then he gets shot and died. Since we know we're dealing with... Yeah. Well, we know we're dealing with a universe with an active... uh, I don't know if that's supernatural element that you want to call it or whatever it is, but the force is definitely much more active than religions we're used to here on Earth playing an actual role in things on a day-to-day basis and giving people special powers. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, in, in the star Wars universe, the forces in every living thing, like they say, and, and some people have learned to manipulate it and use the force. Mm-hmm. You know, in Qui-Gon Jinn, you know, Anakin says, so, Oh, the force controls me, you know, the force, you know, controls what I do. He says yes, but you can also control the force. Like so, it's like goes back and forth. Like the force is this mystical power that does maybe steer things in a certain way, and then the Jedi or force people can use use the force to do what they want it to do. Yeah. Um, like not not everyone can do that, but but everyone is part of is the force. Part part of it, yeah. Yeah. And not everyone can. You know, manipulate the force. You know, only Jedi's and other people like the Night Sisters and some other, you know, force deck people. Yeah, so that's definitely something they've made room for. Are non-Jedi, non-Sith force users? They would appear to be. Well, we'll still see about the Knights of Ren. I mean, do we even know? I mean, Kylo may be the only one of them that can use the force at all. 
Yeah, that's very that's very true. I mean, even even like the uh, you know the Imperial Guards, you know the Crimson Guards, I mean, they mm-hmm. they were very much like about the Force too, but they weren't Jedi's or Sith. Right, that's actually something they've um, kept through Star Wars Rebels with the Inquisitors. Yeah, they take well. force yeah. users, and and the emperor uses them, or Vader uses them, but they don't train them as Sith. Yeah, they're not Sith, but they use lightsabers yeah. and they manipulate force. So it's it seems to be, just... yeah, it seems to kind of cheat the rule of two a little bit. But I can see where, you know, we we know that the Sith were not really strict about the rule of two either, because we know that. Uh, Palpatine was raising Darth Maul and teaching him the way of the Sith while Darth Plagueis must have still been alive. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. And we also have to, well, okay, so here's one I don't know. Uh, Force Unleashed, is that still considered canon or not? That is not canon. That is not canon, Okay. And say because at least in that period of time, Vader had a secret apprentice, so that had been done at least in the legends. Then, yes, yeah, that's 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 legends. Yeah, then, so I then, wasn't sure if it. Mm-hmm. And then the rebels, we had Savage um, Opress, so Dark Maul's brother, who was also could use the Force, but he wasn't a Sith. Right. That uh, that was and Clone then, Wars, right? Yeah, Clone Wars, and then yeah, sorry, and then Rebels. Now, Darth Maul, Darth Maul plays a pretty good part in. Uh, I haven't seen any of season three of Rebels yet because I'm off cable, but I'm probably gonna wait until it's done. But um, Darth Maul, and I saw it in season two. Darth Maul, he's in it. He uses the Force, and, but he's not Sith. He's denounced the Sith. You know, yep, he has turned already. his. Yeah, he's turned his back on the Sith Order completely. But he still uses the powers and does everything. So what would yeah. you call him? Would you call him a uh, Jedi? Uh, <laughs> well, no, because he was never a Jedi, so he doesn't fall into he was that. Never a Jedi. So I mean, there are things. It's just not, not one or the other. I guess you don't have yeah. to label everybody. There's just force users and there's non-force users. Yeah, it just it was just the term dark Jedi kind of irked me because I'm like, there's you know, there's no dark Knights of Columbus. Or, you know, Dark Knights of the British Crown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's either you're a Jedi or you're not a Jedi. Yeah. You're part of the Order or you're not part of the Order. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um, Ahsoka Tano, too, she denounced hmm. the Jedi. She left. She's like, no, I'm done with y'all. Yep. Well, and I, I finally got around to seeing that episode, and she did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's weird because so, you know, growing up, I was very much like, oh man, these Jedi's, what is up with these Jedi's? Luke is awesome, and they have all these cool powers, but you didn't know anything about them with, with the yeah. original movies. You didn't, you had no clue. And then you come to the prequels, and I'm like, oh man, it's going to be so Jedi centric. And I, at that point, I already read some comics and stuff, and I knew a little bit more about it, but. It sucks that like, the next time you really see it on big screen is like the fall of the Jedi. The, the Jedi, the Jedi's are corrupted. Yeah, because by the they, time we see them in the Phantom Menace, they're already dirtied. 
And, yeah, and, and it's like Palpatine's almost right, you know? Yeah. They are more interested about having more control and more power and kind of like almost bullying and like, no, you're going to do it this way because, you know, we're the Jedi Order and there's 10,000 of us and if we really wanted to, we could take over. Mm-hmm. Well, and they, even, and they even try to, which always kind of squeaks me out. Oh, a military overthrow of a uh, properly elected government. Yeah, you're the good <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah, Mace, Mace Windu was definitely not... I feel like if Mace would have lived, he would have... You know, it's like if you know, if you don't... If you don't die here, you see yourself... Become you know, a, villain. Have to be a villain? He would have been a villain. I, I have no doubt in my mind that Mace would have been a villain. He was... From the, going to assassinate, not assassinate, he was going to arrest, you know, Palpatine, but then decided, all right, now I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And then, and I, then I know better. Book. Yeah. There's a there's a book called Dark Disciple, which was supposed to be some episodes of the Clone Wars that never happened that they wrote a novel about it, and he sends uh, Quinlan Boss to meet up with Asas Ventress to go assassinate Count Dooku. He sent them on an assassination mission. Hmm. Which the only two other Jedi, the only two other Jedi that were against it was Yoda and Obi-Wan. Eventually Yoda was like, I guess we're going to do this. But Obi-Wan's like, no, like this is not what we do. Yeah. Already like, hey, you know what? If, is someone I believe someone's bad enough, and we're just going to kill him. Well, that's, that's, that's dirty. Yeah, that's dirty Sabbath right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I totally believe that he eventually would have been a villain. Like he was just dead, headed down a dark path. It was just easier. Is he wrong? Like, you know, if, if someone can get could have assassinated Hitler, would that have been the worst thing to do? No. You know, well. But, but but now, if somebody could have assassinated Hitler as a child, is that yeah. the right thing to do? Yeah, yeah there, the there's there's shades of, there's shades in there. There's definitely always room to take a look at things, you know. Yeah, I mean, assassination is not something. I mean, sorry, some, assassination is something that we've, you know, all governments and you know countries have done in history, but it's something that no no one's ever been like. Yeah, this is something that is cool to do. We don't yeah. you know, assassinate people openly. You know. Well, and there's kind of been like a, a, a minor gentleman's agreement out there for a couple of years that like we don't do that anymore. Like none of us are going to yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, it's just kind of, yeah, kind of squicky. Um, you know, another thing I want to, that for some reason this makes me think about because um, you like you're talking about like we saw the original trilogy and then the prequels come out and Luke's green lightsaber always stood out in the originals and I get that they did it because they were going to show it against the blue sky and the blue lightsaber didn't look right but then when Qui-Gon shows up and he's the only Jedi we have seen with a green lightsaber as well start, started to make us wonder if maybe the green was going to have some special significance and then, of course, by the time Attack of the Clones came along, it turned out not to. But I yeah, they tend to say, you know, like 
Jedi guardians have tend to have a certain color, and Jedi counselors have a certain color. You know, Jedi knights tend to have you know blue. You know, you know, there's a tendency that that's generally the way it goes. But yeah, it's not like a hard written rule. You know. Well, and I wondered if there was going to be some. Well, first off, I wondered if it was going to turn out Luke constructed his lightsaber out of Qui Gon's parts or something. But then when you saw that there are ten billion green ones out there, that kind of removed yeah. that. I also wondered if because we know Qui Gon was a renegade in the Jedi Order. You know, he didn't always agree yeah. with everybody else, and also he apparently had a slightly different view of what the Force was to everybody else. He believed in something called the living force, whereas Yoda and Obi-Wan and others kind of believed in the thing that was like the, I can't remember, a name was said in a book at one point, but more like a combining or an ever-present force compared to a living force. Mm -hmm. So I wondered if maybe it was going to turn out in time that there was some kind of special significance to the green lightsaber. I would have loved it if there was. One thing they did in The Force Awakens that I really liked, though, was they kind of took the Skywalker lightsaber and gave it a mythic quality, almost like an Excalibur. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's some connection there, you know, just with the, you know, the, so there, which is canon, the the Clone Wars episode where the the Padawans go to get their kyber crystals. Mm-hmm. And essentially the kyber crystal chooses them. They don't just go in there and hack a crystal off. They have to find the the, the kyber crystal chooses them to like, okay, you right. can take me type thing. So uh, I'm sure Anakin at that point, at one point would have done this. So there is a connection to Anakin Skywalker and that, and his lightsaber, his kyber crystal. Okay. So I see the lineage there. So there is some sort of force connection, I think, to the Skywalkers and that specific lightsaber because of that kyber crystal. It's kind of my way to think about it. So okay. maybe... And you're right. I, I hadn't considered that, that episode where they went after the kyber crystals. You're right. I forgot all about yeah. that. So maybe that's why there is that connection. There is that strong because maybe just the force and that because that the kyber crystal, not not necessarily the hunk of metal that surrounds it, but just that crystal in there. So with you know the, with Luke having it too, and he used it well. Maybe that helped him. I don't know, but and maybe when Ray grabbed it, that crystal has those memories because so that had that connection with Anakin and Luke. Yeah, that could be. Um, and did you see the thing, or I'm not, not even sure where the first information that had it. Um, originally, they used to say that the Sith got their red lightsabers by using artificial focusing crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, right. have changed, they have changed that now, that the red crystals are, are the crystals of a murdered Jedi who have been corrupted by whoever killed the Jedi. Okay. Where did you read With, this? Um, you know, Paul, I'll, I'll have to put it in the show notes and I'll email it to you. Uh, but it's called Bleeding of a Kyber Crystal. Okay. Yeah, and I read that. I thought that added so much, that added so much depth and everything. 
Hey, oh, we yeah. only got a little bit. We only got a little bit left here. Anything you want to say before we wrap up? No, man. No, it's been a good week for to be a geek. It has. It has indeed. Um, coming up this next week, our, our pre-recorded episode is Dave Dwanch from um, Action Lab Comics, the publisher from Action Lab Comics. That was a lot of fun to record. And yeah. Let's see. Uh, Tamsin McDonough, I'll be recording with her soon. She does the voice of Lucy in the TV show Killjoys. So that'll be pretty cool. Okay. Cool. But, but other out. than... Yeah, well, that should be a lot of fun. Other than that, we do another live episode next Thursday. I think we're only going to do three a month, though, I think is what we're going to shoot for, three live episodes a month. Oh. Yep. So I'm everybody, until then. Me. Yeah, well, I got two seconds here. So catch us at geekishcast.com. Thanks, Paul, for joining us. No problem, man. Later, everybody. Ciao. All right, there we go. That 45 minutes always seems to be right on the ed- edge of uh, – Enough time or not enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right on. Okay, Paul. Yeah, I'll find that link here in a bit, and I'll send it to you. Cool, man. About the Kyber crystals. I found that kind of interesting. I just found it in the last few days. And yeah, that's other interesting. Than that, yeah, I thought it was really cool because it, it added a lot of depth to the to the whole thing there without a lot of thought or without um, – Without ruining anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's cool, but it doesn't, doesn't really make... I mean, it doesn't explain, like, the Jedi-Sith War back in the day. Well, if every one of those... Well, because the Sith would have been using blue and green and yellow lightsabers until they started killing a whole bunch of Jedi. So just eventually... Yep. They became red and start out that way. Yeah. We'll have to read into my fifth book again. Could you have you ever read those uh, like Star the Star Wars that came out with like the Jedi Journal and the Sith? Like they're basically like manuals. And they have, I like, did not. Like, I I always wanted to, but I have not so far. You can just get the book, and they're like ten bucks. I oh, okay. The, I own the Sith one and the Jedi one. They're awesome. Like they're, I love those books. I mean, they're basically like breaks it down everything like the history and then like I read the Jedi one all the time so it has like all the fighting styles it has all the rankings it has the pillars that explains everything about this. like not all Jedi become you know knights and they all you know some of them become agricultural Jedi some are medical Jedi like it really breaks it down and then they have also they have little notes in it, like Yoda wrote in it, and like Luke Skywalker wrote in it. So they have like little circle and like note stuff, like that's journal, it's like the Jedi journal that's been passed on. Qui Gon okay. has notes in it. I will definitely have to check that out. It's pretty cool. I, I have a digital copy. I can email it to you. I think. Um, let's see what is going on here. Hey Paul, I'm gonna go ahead and run. I gotta I gotta read a couple things here. But um I will catch up I will catch up with you soon, okay? All right, all right, take it easy, folks. All right, later.